following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. gentlemen welcome back happy wednesday it's one day until the draft guys i am your host kyle rennie joined as always by mr jason halt good afternoon and for whatever time you're listening to this i guess and for at least one more go uh our draft expert mr gary halt it's good to be back we're finally finally here finally actually recording out of new nice microphones and at a desk with the intended setup yeah, it's nice to finally have all the equipment you got ordered. <laughs> yeah, uh, or at least mostly installed and correctly set up as we transition to our new home on www.tikitribetvproductions.squarespace.com. You'll still be able to find us right here on Spotify and on Apple iTunes if and or any other way that you're listening to us. You'll still be able to find us on BICBP Radio Network as well. Uh, but yes, guys, we're finally making our move home. Yes, guys, it's finally draft day. And yes, guys, we're here to do our first and or final mock draft of the year. Uh, guys, uh, give us some insight. How are you feeling on your mock drafts? Personally, I've I've done dozens, if not hundreds, of mock drafts this year, and I don't like every single one of them. I always change everything. Um so I'm not really a big fan of my mock draft. <laughs> just this mock or this draft this year is just so hard to predict because there's not a there's not a ton of um, like wow talent up at the top of the draft, and uh, there's just not a ton of exciting talent at the quarterback position. So it's really going to be tough to see what teams are looking at in terms of uh, quarterbacks that they think are the number one guy that they want. You know, you know I think, uh, I don't remember if it was Joe Pizapier or Dov Klayman who made a comment about this year's draft class and how it, they don't know if it's just necessarily because there's no wow factor quarterback in this year, but there are also teams saying that they have less than 20 first-round grades on players this year. There's just not a lot of buzz this year. It's interesting. Um, it's, a, it's a tough draft to, to really predict. Jason, how do you feel? Um... Probably about the same. Mine's a little different than a lot of the ones I've done. I've drafted players in spots where I think they might fit better in the long run rather than, like, the best available, you know? Um, I'll be the first one to say it for being a guy who's been a veteran uh, mock drafter. <laughs> I totally drafted different than I would have in years past. I actually really took into account the, the, top, 30, the top 30 meetings, uh, knowing the teams had interest with players, stuff, stuff like that. Um, but guys, what do you say without further ado, we, we jump into this. Yeah, let's do it. And uh, yeah. to just make a note of this, guys, we we did actually make sure that we were going to do this with uh, with no trades for this exercise. Yeah, trades are, trades are fun, but trades are also tough just because it's really tough to predict trades because half the time those trades never happen on draft day and it's usually teams that you wouldn't expect. That's just my opinion on yeah, that. Yeah, and, and I guess the thing, Gary, you and I, well, all three of us really going live on the air uh, Thursday night, Friday night, we, we really wanted to make it a difference to to be able to have something we can talk about on the air, have that second and third round. And, I mean, if, if it comes down to it, if you decide after you've done that you want to do a second and third round to be able to interact on the air better with us, yeah, go for it. Um, but it's one of those things where it was tough to do, especially like PFN, Pro Football Network, is really good at being able to figure your trades, but I didn't want to completely screw up the second and third round mock because I had thrown random trades in there and yeah. one team had 17 extra picks. Um, but guys, the first overall pick of the draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars under no trade. Gary, who do you got? Um, I, I would have changed this 
because I did this mock, I think, either Sunday or Monday. I might have done it Monday. Um, and there's news coming out now that there's still not decided on who they want. But I had uh, Aiden Hutchinson um, out of Michigan. I don't really like this pick because there's just so much question mark here at the number one. They don't really know who they want. We know Jacksonville kind of wants to trade back. A lot of these, a lot of these teams that aren't quarterback needy teams, they want to get out of this uh, that where they're picking right now, and just nobody really wants to trade up into this area because there's just no value. Um, unless you're quarterback needy team, and the quarterback needy teams are kind of fine where they're at right now, unless you're back where Pittsburgh's at in the 20s, and they don't really want to move up to a top three spot and overdraft on a quarterback. Um, that's just my opinion on that. But so you've got Aiden Hutchinson though. Yeah, Jason. I also have them selecting Aiden Aiden Hutchinson. Um, I I took it the route right. that Gary was talking about here. Uh, I figured if I'm going to do it, I'm going to throw a curveball, and the news came out a little earlier, and granted. Maybe it's maybe it's a smokescreen, but it came out that Trent Bulky from the Jags really wants to pursue Trayvon Walker, which, yeah, I mean, he's not the player that Hutchinson was in college, but Trayvon Walker was the analytical darling of the draft. He was one of the fastest mm-hmm. edge players. He had one of the fastest first steps in college football. Um, he sure has the ability to step to the next level, and you know mm-hmm. what? If you're going to talk concerns, I mean, you're taking a physical freak versus a guy, Gary, you and I watch tape, Aiden Hutchinson has a problem boxing out his arms because they're not long yeah, enough. He's got tiny arms. He's like, he's the uh, Kenny Pickett of edge rushers. So, I mean, it's one of those situations where I don't dislike it, but I want Trayvon Walker here. Uh, basically, though, we're all deciding they're going to go edge. Yeah, I, yeah a couple of my mocks a lot early, like the last two weeks or so. Evan I was, Neal. Yeah, I was having Evan Neal go one, but um, which could still be the the the, the go to because he's a, I think it's a safe pick. You, um, you just invested a, a number one overall pick last year, one of the generational quarterbacks, or so they're calling him. So like, yeah, I don't think it's a bad choice. Right to now, go you're going to protect him a little bit. But I, it was funny because once I moved on from that, he tumbles down my board. But we'll get to that yeah. in a bit, though. Uh, second pick overall, Detroit. What do you got, guys? You can go because I did the uh, last time. So I have them taking a quarterback. I'm taking the smallest hands in the West, Kenny Pickett. He's from the East. He's in the <laughs> West. <laughs> Detroit's in the Central Time Zone. It's technically, do they consider Detroit the Midwest? Yes. So, yeah, so technically, <laughs> yes. But <laughs> Gary, who you got here? So I have them going because they have been. Uh, very disappointed in Jeff Okuda here. I have them going with uh, uh, Ahmad Gardner tr- trying to... Uh, going sauce. Yeah, sauce Gardner at two. I don't think it's a reach. I think he's uh, one of the best corners in the draft. It's At this point in time, there's no real... Uh, like, the top few picks here, there's no solidified, like, this has got to be your guy kind of thing. I think you're safe taking him at two. Um, like I said, they're disappointed with how Jeff Okuda has been playing. Jeff Okuda, I believe they took him at three or four a couple three, of years ago. It was three, two years ago. Um, and he just has not lived up to his potential. Had a little injury history, but I think taking Sauce Gardner here at two um, maybe pushes him a little bit, maybe gets Jeff Okuda um, a little bit of a, um, a fire under him. I mean, and worst case scenario, it's going to end up with two very good cornerbacks. Correct. I mean, Jeff Okuda's still young. He's still on his rookie deal, so maybe he plays better. But I think taking Sauce at two definitely gives a cornerstone to your defense there in the secondary. So I don't dislike that. I mean, Gary, you and I sat down and put together our, our big board, and we had uh, we had Sauce at the fourth best prospect. Yes. I think he's by far the best. And you know what's funny is we talk about this and we're seeing Derek Stingley start to ricochet up boards again. Yeah. Um, but this pick alone shows just how tough this draft is this year. Yeah. Um, because I went with Malik Willis here at two. Yeah, I mean, they could totally go quarterback. I guess my thing is, I think, I think Kenny Pickett's the most pro ready of all of them. I he's think we the know if Matt he comes Jones in, this he's year. going to start. I think Detroit's okay going with the highest intangibles in Malik Willis because if he does struggle, they still have Jared, a former first overall pick in Jared, Jared Goff, Goff right. there. Um,. But yeah, so I mean, I go to I go Detroit quarterback. It took a lot of talking to get me there because the first couple mocks I considered doing. Oh, maybe we'll do it in the second round. They still have him under contract for two years. It's a big deal. But yeah, I think it's almost time to turn the page. They were competitive in the back half of last year. Yep. It wasn't Jared Goff who got him there, right? 
Uh, but guys, uh, third overall pick, I'll just knock the doors off here. You guys already got rid of him. I have Aiden Hutchinson here at three. He happened to stumble the way that I started the draft. Detroit went a different direction. Detroit realistically could have gone Hutchinson, but this feels like a, a Houston pick to me. So I, I went Hutchinson at three. What do you guys got? Um, so this is where I had because uh, on um, I believe I did this on Pro Football Focus. Um, I don't. Re- I'm not a really huge fan of Pro Football Focus's like big board, but um, they're the needs that they have suggested here. It just says needs every position for for uh, Houston. But I ended up taking Evan Neal here at three. I think it's a good pick for him. Gets a good, solid piece on their line. Um, yes, they still need a quarterback, but at this moment in time, they're saying they're going to go with uh, their guy right now. Um, the name's escaping me. Rookie from last year. Davis, Davis Mills. Mills, yeah. Uh, they're going to go with Davis Mills. There's rumors that... I was reading them today. There's rumors that they're interested in trying to make a trade for Kyler, so I don't know what's going to happen with that. But Evan Neal here, I, I like the uh, I like the uh, safe pick at three. Gets you a solid cornerstone on the line. I like the Evan Neal pick. Jason, what do you got? See, I have him going the opposite side of the ball. I have him going defensive end, Kayvon Thibodeau. <laughs> I have him taking a defensive player, kind of a staple. It'll be your edge rush on a defense that is lacking. I just I couldn't convince myself to take Thibodeau just because of the lack of commitment right now. Yeah, and it seems to be the biggest problem with Thibodeau is that there's concern of if he wants to play football. It's not a concern of how talented he is, mm-hmm. but I, I mean I'll tell you this much: he did himself no favors at the combine. Right, this he year. was in contention to be a number one pick. Yes, he was. I mean, he still stayed a top ten. The the talent never disappeared, but it was. Hey, does he really want to be here? Does he really want to play football? At the combine, he comes out and goes, "You don't want to run every drill." He gets three drills in and goes, "You know what? I'm not going to run every drill." That's a concern that's got a lot of teams right. written by him. Right. That's something as a coach, though, it's coachable. Like, I mean, if most guys you can kind of, like, push that out of somebody, be like, let's you got to hope. This. And that's the thing. you got to hope he's motivated by money and not just... Or, I mean, even yeah. the ring. Like, I Ooh, there's I a lot of those guys are motivated to win. For. <laughs> uh, but out of the fourth pick, Jason, what do you got here with the New York Jets at four? Well, New York Jets at four, I have Kyle Hamilton safety out of Notre Dame. Tall safety. Pretty Six tall. Six four, man. That's Six four. The concern I think Pretty a lot of people have with him is he's very similar to Isaiah Simmons from a couple of years ago from Clemson. Mm-hmm. He's that 6'4 build. He's more of a linebacker hybrid. Yeah. And, oh, well, Isaiah Simmons didn't really pan out. Oh, does Arizona know what they're doing with him? Right. I, think, I mean, will the Jets know what they're doing with him? I, but I think it won't it's matter. It's a baller who, that'll... Uh... I like Isaiah, or Isaiah Simmons, but I think Kyle Hamilton's a much better overall player. I yeah. think Kyle Hamilton is basically Jamal Adams, but better in coverage. I agree with that. Uh, who do you got, Gary? So I have the Jets reaching a little bit here, but getting the second best corner and going Derek Stingley here. Um, I tried to convince myself another pick, but I think the Jets have just lacked that secondary help they've needed since Daryl since Revis. Darryl Revis. Um, and I think they get a very solid corner here when healthy. Um, very good in zone. Um, I think we liked some of his man coverage here. Not very fast. Can get beat um, with speedy receivers, but I still think um, when he gets back to his full health, the, the Jets get a good pick here. They do have a bunch of picks, which is why I'm okay with him going here because they can redeem themselves with another couple picks here. It's it's funny because it's one of the, the guys where he almost falls in the same boat that Kayvon Thibodeau did mm-hmm. of the how much do we trust, how much he wants to play, considering yeah. he took off a full season of not caring and played like shit mm-hmm. the year after coming back from injury, but also... LSU was shit. And the reason I also have them going is look at the AFC East right now with Steph Diggs. You got Jalen Waddle. You, you got, got Tariq, Hill. Tariq Hill. Like, they're loading up on receiver talent, and the Jets are kind of sitting here like, uh, what do we do? So you went the other side. I went with uh, another big pressing issue that's starting to form in the AFC East with a very good pass rush, and I gave them Evan Neal here mm-hmm. finally. Um, let's be fair. If the concern is Mekhi Becton's not a good left tackle... I don't even know if it's that. It, you, but, but if it's concerned that he's not going to play that... His kneecap like, you, shattered. You, you, shaft, or you, you shaft him. You shift him to right tackle and right. you put Evan Neal left. Your concern is you just spent a second overall pick on Zach Wilson last year. Protect mm-hmm. your assets. Yeah. So I'm going with uh, Evan Neal there. You can't, usually can't go wrong with big, beefy linemen. No, and that's why I went back-to-back picks with him. Perfect transition. It's, 
it's always like people boo it like at the draft, and it's because like because it's the big ugly. It's the big ugly. It's not a sexy pick, but it's the right one. Uh, I mean, that's what I did here. Fifth overall pick, New York Giants, back-to-back New York teams. I go with Ekam Ekwanu, offensive tackle out of North Carolina State. Uh, you know, it's funny. He he might not be the best pick in terms of protecting the run, or in, in terms of protecting uh, Daniel Jones in the pass, but he's graded out as the best run road road grader there is in the run. Uh, and if you're going to get Saquon moving again, that might be your yeah. guy. Who do you guys got for the Giants? I went with uh, same... Uh, position, but I went with Charles Cross out of Mississippi State. Uh, like you said, nice, nice to get a guy to uh, to get to get um, Saquon going. It's funny without spoiling who he went to. Every other mock I've done this year, I had Charles Cross as the top eight pick, just because it's where the board fell. Right. And throwing that whole mix up, putting Trayvon Walker in there, and then just like the way the board fell, he tumbled into the twenties on mine. And it was wild. So I was sitting there going, how do I, what do I do to get rid of him? But, like, I know. It's not that he's a bad player. It's just that's something you see on draft day. And that's where I think I have a very, um, a very NFL friendly one is there's no rhyme or reason to it. I just went off of top 30s and stuff like that. Jason, who do you got with the Giants? Oh, I have the same ideas as both of you guys. I have them. They already said that Daniel Jones is their guy. I have him going offensive tackle, Evan Neal. I have him going for that, like, protect your Lamborghini. So what we're saying here is no matter how we feel through five picks, the only two guarantees in this draft are Evan Neal and Aiden Hutchinson. Because this is the only like the it, only yeah. three or the only two players that have gone on all three of our boards in the top five. Yeah. Um pick six. Where are you at, Jason? Uh pick six. I have them going quarterback, keeping them in Carolina, Sam Howell. I've got them also going quarterback, but I've got them uh bringing in a Cincinnati import. And I hate this pick, but I want Desmond Ritter at six. Ooh. It just it reminds me of Cam. Yeah. That is the player that Cam is—a big, yeah. tall, lanky guy. He's not proven throwing, but hey, it's the golden days. Mm-hmm. What do you got, Gary? Um, so obviously I went quarterback. With the news of them not wanting Baker Mayfield or not looking into it till after the draft, this means they're going to go quarterback. But I have them going Malik Willis here at six. Um, I think since he, in my opinion, he's the Clear-cut QB1. Um, it's See, I think I'm, I'd be happier if he does end up in Carolina. Mm-hmm. I put him to Detroit because I could see it making the most sense. But I think him and Carolina is the best fit. I really yeah. like Malik Willis to Carolina. I, I think that um, we could end up seeing some trade-ups if, uh, if he falls past the, uh, like the top ten. We'll see some trade-ups, but I, I have him going to, to Carolina at six. I like it. Uh, pick seven. The Giants are back on the board. Gary, I'll tell you one thing. You gave uh, so- uh, Did you give Stingley or Sox Garden or the Jets? Uh, Stingley went to the okay. Jets. Okay. I went with uh, another cornerback in New York, but we're going with the Giants here. I put Sauce Gardner finally off the board. It pained me to keep him on the board this long. The fact that I ended up going with two quarterbacks was the only reason he starts tumbling. If the Giants end up with Sauce Gardner at 7, they should throw a parade just for that. Oh, I know. Uh, Jason, who do you got to the Giants here? Uh, to the Giants with pick 6, right? Um, yes, sir. I have them taking Derek Stingley Jr. So, a more more, more cornerback love. Oh, yeah, cornerback love. Gary, what do you got? So, I have the Giants shaking the, shaking the world up here. Um, I don't believe in the Danny Dimes hype. I think it's a new regime. I think... Um, with Dayball coming in, he's going to get his guy. That's what happens when you get new quarterbacks coming in. And I have Kenny Pickett going to the Giants. I think they are going to want to get a quarterback. They're going to want Danny Dimes to compete. Whether it's going to be um, a quarterback or whether it's going to be Kenny Pickett or not, I believe they go quarterback here. Um, I think um, the Giants kind of shy away from what they're saying. That this, We see this happen all the time. Uh, hey, he's our guy, he's our guy, he's a guy, and ends up not being that. We've got potential breaking draft news, and we just discussed it one pick ago. Uh, General Manager Scott Fitterer of the Carolina Panthers has informed Sam Darnold, let's put air quotes around this, they may draft a quarterback. <laughs> Bye, Sam. What? <laughs> um, breaking news. It's, it's funny, Gary, you say... You went so high. I, I went talent over need at the Giants situation, but I'm going to give a spoiler alert here as the one that I didn't put in the first round this this uh, mock draft. 
we already discussed. I, I we did a couple extra rounds on this. My uh my second round pick here to the New York Giants at pick thirty six was Sam Howell. Mm-hmm. Uh because to to be fair, if he's still there at thirty six, tell me he doesn't remind you someone of Josh Allen with the, with the ability to use his legs. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have the cannon for an arm. No. But the ability to use his legs, that's Josh Allen White being put in New, in New York, and that's a good place yeah. for him to succeed. Um, well, that's why I went with Pickett, is because Pickett... Pickett is, can run to Pickett's got the run... He's a throw-on-the-run guy, and Dable's offense... Dable loves that type of quarterback. I just... I could see them making the the most of what they have, and I feel like if they walked out with uh, with Equanu and Gardner, I feel like they, they'd either find a way to trade up from 36 to, to get somebody like, like Howell as a poor man's version yeah. and have... You already invested a first rounder a couple years ago in Danny Dimes, mm-hmm. so like, at least have a competition. Mm-hmm. Don't completely run them out. I time. just, I, I really do think they're going to go quarterback in the first round, only because I mean it's Bean's prodigy. Correct. And then you get Dable. I just, I, it's a Bills thing. You know what I mean? I, I see them going for their guy. Pick eight, Atlanta Falcons. Who you got? Atlanta should be celebrating with the way this draft fell for me. They should be celebrating with the way it fell for me. How'd it fall for you? I had him taking Malik Willis, quarterback. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Gary, what do you got? I have them basically panicking right now because all the good quarterbacks are gone. You just put Desmond Ritter in Atlanta, I did have you? Desmond Ritter to Atlanta. Son of a bitch. Atlanta is going, wait a minute, what do we do now? All of the guys that we wanted are off the board. Uh, we got to go with Desmond Ritter here. This is where I would see them going uh, and tr- probably trying to see if they can trade back and maybe getting Ritter in better value. But then you see here, oh, who picks behind us? Seattle. And then you got, oh, who picks behind us? Washington. And then you say, oh, who else picks behind us? It's the Saints. See, so they're going to panic and go with the best quarterback next see, to the board. See, I'm realizing here I totally forgot that they don't have a quarterback because I did this exercise. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I left them without a quarterback. Uh, I went Kyle Hamilton here. That's one of those situations. You're going to have the two draft unicorns in the last two years on that team. Yeah, it's, it's weird positions to, to build around. But you're gonna have Kyle Pitts and Kyle Hamilton, who are both two of what two of potentially the highest regarded players in their position in the draft in mm-hmm. 20 years. I took it, man. I, I had to. Uh, but you said Seattle here. I didn't like the way the board fell. No, I, I know it's so I, tough to fit them. But, but at that point in time, I'm looking at it. You you got what you got, and I I want to say I gave them Carson Strong in the third round was what I ended up doing. So it didn't go quarterback oh, here. Shoot. But they've had an issue forever about cornerback, so I gave him Derek Stingley here in the first round. I didn't love it, but I also, after watching and following up on a lot of this, people are saying that Stingley's floor is ninth. They don't see him making it past nine in the draft. He will be gone before ten. So, I go Stingley here. And I realize how much I hate myself for the tenth pick. We'll get to that in a minute. Ah! (laughs) We'll get to that in a minute. But, uh, Gary, who do you got for Seattle? So, I have Seattle doing what they never did. Um, they're going to go, they're gonna go, oh, wait, we have Russell Wilson. We should protect him. Oh, wait, we forgot. We don't have Russell Wilson anymore. So, they go with a tackle here. Is this Ika McGuanu? Yeah, Ika McGuanu here. Um, they don't have a they, – they still they, – they do have a quarterback. They have uh, Drew Locke Drew here. Drew Locke. So, they're not in complete panic mode. See, that's kind of how I keep feeling about Atlanta because I keep going, oh, my God, Atlanta's going to quarterback. They did put money into Marcus Mariota to see if he's got anything yeah. in the tank. Um, but I, I have them go online here just because there's not a ton on the board at good value here. They need a quarterback, they need a tackle, they need an edge, they need a corner. So I have them going with a tackle here. It's their second be- biggest need behind quarterback. Um, I'm just I, I feel confident in them going with a tackle here. Jason, I have that same exact pick. I have him going uh, Icky. I don't how he just said. Ike Mekwanu. Icky Woods hit him with the Icky um, shuffle. Icky shuffle. But I just think that like they at this point in the draft they think Drew Locke is better than the rest of the quarterbacks available. So I think they try to protect him and or their future quarterback that they pick in the years. I to come. really never thought Drew Locke There's was bad. Reboots, reboots, I never did so. either. I, Gary, you and I were on the same boat with this. Like Drew Locke got a bum rap in. Denver, mm-hmm. but like to be fair, when he had full teams around him, he always looked good. Yeah. When did he have a full team around him? One year his defense dies, his best year statistically. Yep. The next year, Cortland Sutton gone, Jerry Judy hurt. 
Like, like they never have been able to keep right. the tail on a run. And, and they finally get a running game, and they don't play them. I realize I hate this pick here, but uh, Jason, I believe you gave him to the same team a couple picks prior. Did you give Kevon Thibodeau to the Jets to pick four? No, I think I gave him to Houston. You gave him to Houston? I gave, yeah, it was Houston. I gave Kevon Thibodeau to the Jets here. Um, if you're New York and you're walking out of here with Evan Neal and Kevon Thibodeau, two guys who are supposed to be top five picks for a team that's been so hard-pressed, you've already got a quarterback, you've got some real young talent at receiver, you've got running back in Michael Carter who a lot of people have a lot of faith in. Address the biggest needs. Like, uh, yeah, I know people laugh. It's the goddamn Jets, but like, dude, if I can walk out with two form or two projected top five picks, I think the Jets win this draft, and I hate saying that. Mm-hmm. Gary, what do you got for the Jets? I also have them going Thibodeau, um, and I have them going Stingley at four. So if you can walk out with Stingley uh, and Thibodeau, you're getting away with murder here. Um, I have Thibodeau falling to ten just because of the attitude or the I don't even know if you want to. Are the character issues, I guess, or the commitment issues? Um, I don't know what you want the to call lack it. Of, the lack of attempt, I would call it. But but the Jets kind of win here it, if he is who they say he is because he was a top two pick. Listen, unfortunately, the problem is you're going to always have character issues with any draft pick. Um, and it's funny because I went back when I made our video yesterday. Uh, speaking of which, I have to go plug that on Facebook and put some monies on that video to make people see it. But when I saw when I made the video yesterday, I'm going through some of these draft classes going, holy crap, I forgot about that guy. Mm-hmm. And it was the same situation. Like, oh, yeah, concerned about his character. Nope. There, there was reason. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jason, who do you got to the Jets at 10? Um, I have him going defense again. Like, with you guys, I'm out on that, uh, like, wavelength. But I have him going Sauce Gardner. I'm taking a cornerback and a safety first like two, their two picks taking Hamilton, trying to defend Did that. Did you go pass. Hamilton to the Jets? Yeah, Hamilton to the Jets, trying to defend that pass. I could you got throw the, up. Uh, <laughs> That's the best case scenario for the Jets case scenario, yeah. in this division. You got and the I division. Right you got now. the division where the, we they throw we throw the ball like crazy. The I Bills. can see it right now. Jets fans are going to still complain about it. Well, it's it, not you, the Jets fans. <clears throat> to be fair, it's the New York media. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Well, you have to think about it. Them building the defense to stop Josh Allen to make the playoffs. Like that's, that's what they That's what you have to do. That's a really good. That's a phenomenal play if if that happens Jets fans have a room but just I don't think the Jets fans will be mad They're, I think it'll be the media finding a problem with it oh yeah but you gotta you gotta defend Josh Allen Mac Jones is gonna be a, better, a good quarterback in that division too you gotta find someone to stop those two so you can make the playoffs and to be fair whether two is good or not they still have really good receivers you have to right. find a way to cover them. cover them I think a monkey with a cape could throw to Tyree Kill and and, <laughs> and Jalen Waddle. yeah but like you still gotta be able to cover them. Uh, this one's fun, guys. I'm gonna we're gonna move to the next one uh, because I want to see where y'all went with this. I almost called them the uh, Washington football team again, but the Washington Commanders first NFL draft. Gary, who do you got? Um, I finally have a receiver coming off the board. Ooh, I'm excited. Um, but for whatever reason, I went with Jamison Williams, and Ooh. I was gonna go with um, Drake London here, but I just felt like. Um, Washington usually doesn't always go with the like the well the smartest choice. So that's the thing is James Williams is the de facto number one, right? But I think that you Drake, think Dan Snyder's be shit. Well, no, I think Drake London is like what they would need here because he's the opposite of Scary Terry. So what you're saying is the same reason that I just drafted Drake London at. at <laughs> At 11, because yeah. I'm the same way like yeah. you are. And that's why I was geeked, because I'm like, oh, I went receiver. I personally think that they, as stupid as Washington can be in the draft, they understand Scary Terry is not a vertical threat. Right. Let's go get Drake London. So I went that direction. Yes, they did. They have Carson Wentz. It might not matter, but... I, I went with Jamison Williams because... Um, he'll stretch the field more than Terry. They are yeah. two different receivers. I also... Was thinking in the uh, um, idea that oh um, we might not be able to keep Scary Terry, so let's get a receiver that's like fast, especially and, with how much receivers cost. Right, thanks Jacksonville. Yeah, so um, I went with a receiver that's not the same, but in that same type of same same but different same type of body build. I guess you want to say yeah, a little taller too. Jason, who do you got? 
I have him going at linebacker, Devin Lloyd from Utah. It's not a bad choice, to be fair. Um, their yeah. their offense did enough work last year. Let's just beef up our beefy defense. But yeah, they weren't. They they fell from some second depth. to twenty second last year. So mm-hmm. they have they have mm-hmm. gaps to fix. And they're losing. To be, to be fair, they to did lose, they did lose Chase Young. They did, but at the same time, but they're time, also like, losing that. Uh, who did we just got him? The Buffalo. Well, he oh, he's not gonna um, make a difference. But he was, still, he didn't get on the field. He didn't get on the he field. Was just he was Tim Settle. Like, he made like eight sacks. Tim Settle, no seven seven sacks over four years. But like his sack there. rate was really good. I get get what you're talking, but like just the line the was always a strength. There. Yeah. Linebackers and secondary was always kind of a nightmare there. Um, but I don't hate it. Washington's a team that. I feel like you could spin a bottle and give them a pick, and it makes sense any way you do it. But uh, I've got another team like that, and it's next. It's the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, I'm going to be real here. I don't know if it's the biggest need. They On paper, it says they need pass rush and D-tackle. I believe they brought him in for a visit, but I couldn't drop this guy out of the top 12. This is one of my guys who I think is my favorite prospect in the draft. I've gone on tape and called him Aaron Donald White. I went with Jordan Davis here to the Vikings. Um, I just, I think there's too much upside of an all-around player. That's a guy you build a team around. Yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, he's, he's a mammoth. He's 6'6". He runs a great 40 time. Dude, he ran one of the fastest 40 times for interior defensive linemen ever. Yeah, I'll take Jordan Davis all day to the Vikings. They're going to hurt you, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Jason, what do you got? I have another linebacker coming off the board, and I'm sorry if I put your name. Did you go Kobe Dean here? Yes, I did go to Kobe Dean here. I haven't taken some defense. I'm a defensive guy, so that's going to happen. See, my, my concerns with the Kobe Dean was just, board. like, I like him, and he, his his ball tendencies are phenomenal. That sounds real dirty. <laughs> <laughs> his tendency to read the player is really good. His size is so small. He's 5'11 for a linebacker. That's a... Uh, He'll be a tiny. He'll be he'll do what the ball guy for sure. He's not gonna say he'll do what um the Bills do with uh Matt Milano. Matt Milano. He'll be that Will linebacker. Garrett, who do you got going to the Vikes? Um so their Vikings are tough to pick for because they're just they're like they don't have a ton of needs offensively. So I went defense here and went edge with George Karloftis. Karloftis. Um I wasn't huge on this guy on film. The NFL version of the Greek freak. Yeah, I, I his film's not great, but this just seems like a Vikings pick here. To be fair, though, as we watched it, the, we weren't going to see anything flashy on him. He's a power rusher. He's right. not. Uh, he's not an agility. He's not a speed rusher. So like, it's it's not the prettiest pick, but it's an efficient. Right, it's efficient. I, it's not. Like I, I just I don't know. I, I had to fit something in here, and it just made sense when I put him in here. I feel like that's the way I look at the Vikings every year. They the, the Vikings and the Cowboys are the same. No they, matter what they you always, mock, they never draft that way. Right, and the rosters never are ugly. They just underperform. Heavily. Correct. Um, past that, though, another second pick of the draft, the third second pick of the first round, Houston Texans are back up. Gary, two picks go. You want with Jameson Williams? Um, for, for the Washington Commanders? Yeah. I'm going to go with Jameson Williams here. This, to me, screams... And maybe this is a bad thing, but to me, I feel like the Houston Texans football club has no idea what the hell they're doing in terms of scouting. And that's why I went with Aiden Hutchinson and Jameson Williams. Mm-hmm. The Jerry Jones of draft picks. Oh, mm-hmm. big shiny objects. Yeah. That's Jameson Williams and Aiden Hutchinson. So, I, I, I did that. I mean, the fans aren't going to be upset. That's for damn sure. But uh, the on-field product might suffer. What do you got? Um, so I had Kyle Hamilton fall a little bit here. Um, they talked about if he falls out of the top five, is a possibility he could fall out of the top ten. So I had him I, in this scenario. He did have a bad 40. did have a bad 40. Um, and like you said, some teams aren't confident with how Isaiah Simmons turned out. So I had him being drafted here by the Texans. And I think it's a good pick here for the Texans. Um, they get another good solid piece here. They get Evan Neal at three. Now you get a good cornerstone in your defense. Um, use them all over the place, however you want to. Um, with a brand new team that needs everything, a new head coach, Lovey Smith. Uh, I think it's a good solid pick here for the Texans. I like it, Jason. I have him going offensive tackle, Charles Cross or Charlie Cross, whatever you whatever you like better. But um, I haven't taken something to protect the quarterback that they are currently having. So basically, so. you're gonna bookend it. He's gonna probably start his career at right tackle, but maybe it's not a bad thing for a rookie. 
They do still have Laramie Tunsil, right? Yeah. Yep. I mean, hey, worst case scenario, your guy's standing from the outside. So it's not a bad choice. Just protecting what they got back there because it's uh, a... I the, think they've talked about, about possibly Mills? trading Tunsil. He, uh, didn't they just extend him, though? There they were rumors have? of it, I think they extended him. So okay. I don't think he's necessarily... I think they're building around the weirdest positions, but they just extended Brandon Cook. They just extended Laramie Tunsil, I believe. I Listen, man, I can't remember everything. But, uh, yeah, still, halfway through this, man, we, uh, we are chugging along. The next pick of the draft, 14, Baltimore. I'm going to approach the offensive line again. I'm going to help my boy Bryce Benjamin make him happy here. I'm going to go Northern Iowa's offensive tackle Trevor Penning. The dude's a mammoth. We, For the fact of it being, you could have your concerns, oh, it's Northern Iowa. Listen, we just saw Spencer Brown step up as a third-round pick and be a damn good offensive yeah. lineman. I'm not too concerned that Trevor Penning's not going to be able to handle it. The dude is 6'6". He's a mammoth. He benches a whole lot. Someone's got to help them. They lost their right tackle. Ronnie Stanley's still there. Mm-hmm. That's a nice pick. I think that's a very good pick to the Ravens. Who do you guys got? Go ahead, Jay. Um, I had him taking Jermaine Johnson the second edge rusher out of Florida State, 6'5", 254 pounds. So the most prototypical Ravens pick possible. Yep. <laughs> yep. Hey, we need a few <laughs> things. Let's just add a bunch more edge rushers. Yeah, they did lose out on uh, the guy from Green Bay, right? Yes. Gary, who do you got? So I had them go on corner here with Trent McDuffie out of Washington. Um, over... Did you put him over Stingley, or Stingley's gone Stingley's for gone for me. Okay, but you still put him over Kyer Elam. Yeah. Um, Impressive. I think they had him rated higher here. Whatever I think in. after the first two, it's kind of a toss-up. I like Elam over for his size over McDuffie, but I think McDuffie yeah. might have better ball skills. Um, I was going to go receiver here just because they could use a receiver, but I don't know. I don't see them drafting receiver in the first round back-to-back back years. years. Just doesn't scream Baltimore to me, and I, I I think that they could use a corner because they I believe didn't Humphrey get hurt last year? Humphrey was hurt, and it was it almost spelled the end of the beginning. Here. Yeah, so I think they could use another young corner. Maybe if that happens again, for someone to step up. I don't see like I guess that's my thing. The whole the whole injury thing makes this. I hate saying this because I'm not not one to give praise to Baltimore, but this mm-hmm. is kind of a throwaway pick. They can do whatever they want. The roster's right. not bad. They right. faced so many injuries last year. Uh, speaking of a lot of injuries and not a terrible roster, let's go to Philadelphia. Pick 15, who do you got? So this is where I have them actually making the right choice here at receiver. I think this would be, what, the third year in a row they make a receiver in the first round? I didn't do that, but yes, it would be the third in a row. Um, so I have them going big here with Drake London, um, giving Jalen Hurts, apparently he's going to be their guy. Um, Jalen Hurts, a big target, and last year you get him Devonta Smith. So now you got the speed and the size, get him... Get him going. I mean, that's the way to run your offense. Yeah, that's that. You get the Mike Evans type receiver, and you get a uh, speed guy. Um, I think that's what they should do. Now, what they will do is probably completely different. They'll probably go Sky more or something crazy like that. I don't know. I went with an edge. I finally took the Greek freak. I went George Karloftis. Okay, that's a team that can't get after the quarterback for shit. Um, yeah, they can use receivers. I actually think I gave him receiver on the second. Is what I ended up doing. Um, but like, they can really use some assistance here. I gotta do it. It's Philadelphia's not a team that can look a gift in the mouth. Um, and if somebody like that's gonna fall, you gotta take it. So yeah, I went that route. Jason, who do you got? I have the Eagles taking Jim or Jameson Williams. Or the Gary just talked about him, but I haven't taken another receiver. So y'all go receiver. I'm gonna go edge. I might Looking have actually up that gone. Alabama like love there. I have heard that a lot. I've heard a lot of people say they're going to go Jameson, Jamo Williams, and in uh, Devonta. I just I feel very they're very similar. I just yeah that's but why then again that's a Philadelphia pick. <laughs> Jalen Rager was supposed to be the track star, so that was three track stars in a row if they did it. Uh, pick sixteen, the New Orleans Saints. Gary, I'm going to start this off here. It's panic time. I want Matt Corral. <laughs> what? Golden Corral. How dare you? Because I also went Matt Corral. Gary, did you make a three? No. Damn. Um, I had a good run on receiver here. I had them going with Garrett Wilson just because I couldn't see them. I couldn't ha- convince myself to have them go with a quarterback here considering they still do have Taysom Hill. 
and they just still they signed... They did resign Jameson, yes. Jameson, so I don't see them panicking only because... It's or like, Jameis, not Jameson. Jameis. Um, because they do have some stability at quarterback, um, but I had them going receiver just because they don't know what's going on with Michael Thomas. They um, have some other receiver issues that just haven't panned out. Um, so I had them going Garrett Wilson and grabbing the Ohio State receiver. Uh, next pick, the L.A. Chargers, 17. This was a tough pick because it's, it's not um, like they have a ton of severe needs. Right. But I added to that offense that's already been pretty damn good. I gave him Zion Johnson, the guard from Boston College. They could use some line help. It's and just going to help protect Herbert. Herbert up, and you've got you you spent the money on Mike Williams. You got Keenan Allen. You've you've got your running backs in place. Your defense wasn't bad. Just like bolster it. What do you guys got? I haven't taken the guard from Texas A and M, Kenyon Green. Green, uh, big dude. Talent wise, talent wise, I think I like Kenyon Green more. But Ferrari, you know. Zion Johnson's kind of kicked up the board, so like yeah. I, I don't think it's a bad decision either way. I think they're no, both either way, a they're big, both. Bo- big, big help. Help Here, what do you got? So I have another receiver going. Um, I have them going with Olave, Chris Olave, out Ooh. of uh, Ohio State. Make make it really tough for teams to to cover uh, your offense, especially with Herbert being able to just sling the ball. So that's maybe f- run him in the slot. That's a fun option because even if he doesn't get a lot of playing time this year as a rookie. Mm-hmm. He's the type of player who learns from a Keenan Allen and right. becomes an even better route runner. Yep, that's that's dangerous. Uh, Philadelphia pick eighteen back on the clock, guys. I'm gonna say right now. I also didn't go receiver at this pick. I went with Andrew Booth Jr. from Clemson. I took him off the board as my third tight or as my third cornerback. Uh, a little bit of a reach, maybe, but Philadelphia also did not resign Steven Nelson. They do need his number two corner still. So I'm going to go with uh, Andrew Booth. What do you guys got? You want to go? Yeah, so I had them going with a linebacker here, um, kind of getting some defensive help here with Devin Lloyd out of Utah. They could use some defensive help. They're not really um, known as a defensive team, um, so maybe getting a young linebacker here could help that, help them out. I'm going defensive side of the ball, that cornerback safety kind of guy, uh, Jalen Petrie. You could play both those positions there, so be a good addition to their defense. Petrie a bit early, but you know what? I've heard people consider him the the best safety in the draft, mm-hmm. so I don't hate it. I would that's that's a standard draft night thing. You're like, oh, I'm not expecting this at 18. Bam, punch in the face. Uh, at 19, pick 19. Was that the, that was 18? That was 18. Actually. That was Philly still okay. Uh, 19, though. The New Orleans Saints. Who do you got, Gary? Uh, excuse me. I have them going uh, edge Trayvon Walker. Um, I still don't have them going quarterback. I think I end up having them take quarterback maybe in one of my later rounds. I don't remember. But I don't have them go full-blown panic mode. Um, I wanted to go with a tackle here, but I think um, I just ended up having them go with an edge just because uh, they could use some, some defensive line help. They haven't really had... Too many killer pass rushers in quite some time. I mean, Cam Jordan's there, and that's about it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go receiver here with this pick. I'm going to Traylon Burks. It's got Gary, you and I both like. Uh, it's mm-hmm. a nice complimentary receiver to Michael Thomas if Michael Thomas is staying. Mm-hmm. I think it's a nice piece there. Jason, what do you got? I have him going uh, wide receiver Chris Olave, kind of getting more of like an offense put together. Olave and Michael Thomas would be damn near impossible to guard those two together, mm-hmm. but they're very similar route runners. Michael Thomas worries me a little bit. It would be the Ohio State connection, though. It would be. I just Michael Thomas hasn't played in so long. Um, what are we on? 20? Pick twenty. Twenty. Pittsburgh Steelers. I have them in a bit of a panic mode now because they're looking for a quarterback, and all of the ones that would have fit well there are kind of gone. I'm going Desmond Ritter. Gary, um, I have all the quarterbacks that are worthy of taking gone in the first round, um, so I have them kind of not in panic mode, but I have them taking the best available, um, and they need linemen, so I have them going um, Bernard. I don't know how to say his last name. Raymond? Bernard Raymond. Raymond. Uh, Central Michigan. Out of Central Michigan. They didn't really do much line last year when they should have. Not that Najee's a bad pick. But I thought that they should have gone in a different position last year. Yeah. Um, Najee's going to be a good player for him, but 
It you got to protect that. Got to protect. Lane. Yeah, he, he could have been better if they had Lyman, but they didn't have Lyman. You wouldn't have got Najee if you didn't. You know, it's it's when you damn if you do, damn if you don't. I, I think that they should have passed on Najee last year just because they could have used the offensive line. Maybe Ben plays another two years if you if he. I don't know. It's just you, sh- you should have gone line. They go line here. Um, get 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 your lineman here now so you can open up the lanes for Najee. Um, they're gonna they're gonna be in quarterback purgatory for a couple years. No, they're not. I just gave him Kenny Pickett in my draft. <laughs> I was able to get Kenny Pickett to fall. It made sense. It only made sense because everybody else is making a mountain out of a molehill that Matt Corral and Desmond Ritter are better athletes. It's the, same, it's, Ken, the, it's the same thing that happened with Trey Lance last year. For that's, no what, that's what I'm saying. Mac Jones was a better pick than Trey Lance. It's like Kenny Pickett's a better pick than Desmond some, Ritter. Some guy sits in his basement and tweets this out, and everyone starts retweeting it, and then the media goes, oh, this this is what's going on. So the media controls draft narrative. It just Thank you, but I'm in my upstairs secondary bedroom. Yeah. It's just I don't <laughs> get how media controls so much draft narrative. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, it always will be that way. Uh, the New England Patriots. Guys, I know we're Bills fans, and you guys are going to f- really hate me for this pick. The New England Patriots select wide receiver Chris Olave at 21. And I, I wouldn't do like it. not want to see that. No, I don't. I wouldn't want to see that. That's it. a guy who you don't have to throw deep downfield, which is not Max Strong suit. That's a guy who's a very good player once the ball gets in his hands, but he can run any route given that he's very good with his route tree. Yeah. That's a Bill Belichick pick in the calling and one he might finally strike on properly at receiver. Who you guys got? See, I'm going defense. I'm thinking in the mindset of we got to stop these guys. And you need another cornerback? No, I went safety. Oh, Dexter okay. Hill. You went to Axon Hill I'm, Yeah, in like the mindset, let's stop Josh Allen. Let's stop Tool from getting the ball to Tyreek and all these guys. I would have probably gone corner so. just after losing both J.C. Jackson and yeah. Gilmore, but secondary in any form helps. Gary, who do you got? I wanted to go corner here, but my thought process was I didn't. I was going to go receiver, but then I'm like, well, it's kind of a deep receiver class. There's still good options later. Um, you don't need a number one receiver. I mean, I, I, they still got Jacoby Myers. I think you can get Jacoby Myers going. I think that they're... Um, is still guys late that could really benefit um, in New England's offense that they don't really need to spend a high draft pick. I mean, there's still guys like Kyle Phillips that'd be perfect in the Belichick offense. Kyle um, Phillips would be the epitome of the Bel- Belichick offense, but so would Christian Watson. Right, that, those type of guys. So that's that was my thinking later. I put um, Christian Watson to the Browns? That's not a bad one. It's an interesting one, but you don't got Jarvis there anymore. You need a big guy who would run the slot, and that would be a great yeah. pick for them. But uh, my thought process here was Hightower is getting old. Uche didn't really work out that well. So I had, no. them, I had them going they already linebacker. They got rid of uh, Matt Mikatovich. Or not no, Mikatovich. but I know who you're um, Yeah, the dude with the flowing blonde hair. The, who the hell was it? The, he went to the Dolphins, came back. No, but, no, no. Uh, you're thinking Van Noy. Van Noy. I'm, uh, I'm talking the dude they drafted the seniors, Uche, with the long blonde hair. Yeah. Linebacker. Yeah. Winovich. Yeah, Winovich. Okay, yeah. Yes. Um, so I had them go into Kobe Dean here, try to get some linebacker help. Um, they haven't had the linebacker uh, tandem that they've been looking for in a while. Yeah. Um, so they get some linebacker help here. Guys, I might have really been high on the next pick. I wasn't. I was at work. Sorry. But uh, Green Bay is an excellent clock at 22. I gave them a wide receiver. What? How dare you? How, you gave them a wide receiver? Dude, that, trade nobody, away their nobody, only wide receiver? Nobody ever does it. But, like, even when they trade their, them away, they don't draft wide receivers. And it just fell that way, man. I could not give them Garrett Wilson from Ohio State, so I gave them Garrett Wilson from Ohio State. What'd you guys do? I went receiver as well, but I went Drake London. Taller receiver kind of fills that Devontae Adams. That spot. would be yeah. dangerous in Green Bay. Um. So I didn't go receiver, but I went offense. And what I did is... They basically go, here you go, Aaron Rodgers, here's a fat piece of shit. So we're drafting Tyler Lindbaum center, and you get a center. <laughs> After they took a center last year in the second yeah. round? Well, I think they said that this guy could play guard, too, I'm pretty sure. So I, that's why I took uh, another Any offensive lineman. lineman can really play Most guard centers can center. usually play guards. Next up is the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, this was a weird one because for a team that was so good, they lost so much talent. Mm-hmm. You could have gone any way. I went to replace... Chandler Jones, and I gave them Jermaine Johnson from Florida State. Who do you guys got? I have them going defense, taking edge rusher Tavon Walker. Listen, if Trayvon Walker gets that far down, that's a win for them. 6'5", yeah. one of the faster edge rushers in the draft. Great move. Who do you got, Gary? So I ended up having them go with Jordan Davis here. Jordan Davis falls. 
And they lost Chandler Jones, but they go, wait a minute, we got Jordan Davis and we got J.J. Watt. What if our pass rush comes from the interior instead of the out? And I believe Jordan Davis can actually kick to multiple positions on the D-line. Because they also lost so um, Watson, Jordan Phillips. Jordan Phillips. So that that kind of failed there. So they're going to replace him with Jordan Davis. And can you imagine the beef there on that line with Watt and Jordan That's Davis? It's a tough line to stop the interior. And then, to be fair, everyone's better at tackling than they are in garden interior. Uh, guys, Dallas Cowboys, I finally pulled the trigger. Did you go quarterback? No, Charles <laughs> Cross. Oh, no. Charles Cross went off the board. Uh, going to help them with a starting left tackle here. Not the prettiest pick, but it, it's going to be needed. You gotta, you gotta keep Dak healthy. Who do you guys got? I'm same taking the same type of like offensive line position, but keeping Dak healthy. I'm taking Zion Johnson. You're going offensive guard slash tackle. Uh, yeah, he played more guard at Boston College. He's a guy. Yeah, who, he definitely. He's a guard guy too. who played at a liberal arts school prior to transferring to Boston College. Pretty big. He's huge. 6'3", 312 pounds. Big boy. Gary, who do you got? Um, so I have Dallas going D-line with Devontae Wyatt. Um, they need some D-line help. They don't really have too much on the D-line. Um, Another one of those nice Georgia guys who can shift all six positions in the D-line. I was going to have them go with one of the wide receivers here. I wanted. I don't have Traylon Burks off the board yet. I was going to have them go Traylon Burks, but I just I couldn't pull myself to do it. Um even though that it's something that I can see them doing. The Buffalo Bills are on the clock. Oh, this is probably my favorite pick, the one I was most excited for making this. Who do you got? And I have the Bills taking a cornerback out of Clemson. You go on Andrew, Andrew Booth? Booth Jr. Okay. I think it would be a perfect like duo of Trey White and him on opposite sides. Which way are you going to throw? Trey White Sr., Andrew Booth Jr.? Yep. Gary? I also have Andrew Booth Jr., but... Um, I almost went running back here just because there's a lot of talk about them and being very intrigued by Brees Hall. I accidentally somehow got him to fall to the second round of me. Don't ask me how. Uh, I went cornerback. Wasn't Andrew Booth Jr. I went Kyra E. Lamb here mm-hmm. from uh, Florida. It's it's a weird pick, but E. Lamb has a decent enough speed, and he's 6'2". He's yep. a big boy to be playing corner. Um I'm intrigued enough by him to be... I guess it, it, it proves point. Hey, what is Buffalo's biggest need? We went corner. Uh, Tennessee, on the board. You guys go first, because I, I definitely took a reach and a half here, because this sounds like a Tennessee pick. I also reached for Tennessee. I had them going with Sky Moore. He's kind of skyrocketed up the boards, if you will, if you call. So you and I both went with different positions, but players that are shooting up the board, and you're yeah. hearing murmurs... They could be a first-rounder. Yeah, um, especially more talk with now A.G. Brown saying, hey, pay me. Um, this is another spot that I was going to put Traylon Burks, but I just, I don't know. It Tennessee just always is one of those teams, too, that also does the opposite the, of what you the think. The Sky Moore pick would work, though, for them, because A.J. Brown's at least big enough where he's an exterior, he's a, he's the sideline receiver. Mm-hmm. Sky Moore's 5'10". He's absolutely yeah. your slot guy, and he's slippery. I like that pick there. See, I'm going offensive line. I'd say they lost a couple of guys there. I haven't taken uh, Bernard Rainman. See, I went offensive line, too. I agreed with you. But I went way off the board. I went to a guy who's projected in the 80s. I did the Las Vegas Raiders pick here. The Walker Little? No, last year was... uh, I don't know who the hell it was Um, they grabbed, but no one expected it for the Raiders. He's from a well-known school. I've heard his name a lot as being told, hey, he might be at first round still by the end of the, end of the draft. I want Nicholas Petit Freer okay. from uh, from the Ohio State Buckeyes. Blow, Ohio, blow. Um, he's been shooting up the boards. He's a big, big body. Weird pick, but I did it. Uh, pick 27, though. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Guys, you guys both, I think, picked him already. I'm going to go Devontae Wyatt here from Georgia. It's weird, but they've always functioned with two good defensive tackles. Yeah. Vita Vey and Dominican Sue. Sue's older, he's not resigned. I can see Devontae Wyatt being a guy who can kick from D tackle to D end and being mm-hmm. a very nice piece of that defense, and I went that way. Who do you got, Gary? I had them going guard here with Zion Johnson. They did have a guard retire on Ali Marpet. Um, so for I, no reason. Yeah, for no reason. I think it was um, just to. Just more like uh, the CTE issues, I believe. Yeah, and Tom issues. Brady couldn't call him back. Um, so I, I think that they're going to try to replace him because they, they, they could use a pick here as like a – they don't really need too much. So it's one of those um, – what do you want to call it? Like a, a flyer pick. Flyer we could use it. 
Um, so I think that's what they'll do here. Jason, what do you got? I th- I'm going defense. I'm taking Trent McDuffie kind of getting some depth at cornerback They did there. almost lose another corner. They were banged up at corner, and they couldn't stop the pass after that. And they got, their, um, they got their guys on offense, so they don't really need a wide receiver or weapon they there. They need kind of a running back-ish, but, like, I mean, they did get back Leonard Fournette. Guys, Green Bay. <coughs> Green Bay is back on the clock. I went with a linebacker here, and I hate that he fell this low, but I went Devin Lloyd. Green Bay had a great draft underneath me, and I would never do that because I don't like Green Bay. But uh, Devin Lloyd from Utah to Green Bay at 28. Who do you guys got? I finally have him going receiver with George Pickens here out of Georgia. Not a lot of tape, but a, a receiver that sort of would fit their build there. I haven't taken uh, George Karloftis, edge rusher. George Karloftis yeah. to what? Karloftis tumbling on the board. I think Green Bay fans would be geeked if that was something to play some defense there, really. You guys, I want to put both these in together because I don't think it matters what, what way we do them. Kansas City on the board, 29-30. I want Daxton Hill, safety from Michigan, and George Pickens, wide receiver from Georgia, these two. I went John Dotson. Wide wide receiver because they're trying to fill that Tyree. Jahan Dotson. Yeah, sorry, trying to fill that wide receiver void for Tyree Kill. He's the same build, speedy. He's short. not as fast, but he's, he's, he's fast. he might be a better route runner than Tariq is. And then I had him taking uh, David Ojabo. Ojabo. Yeah, Ojabo, edge rusher, Michigan. I had them going. Uh, everyone in their division is getting faster at the receiver position, better at the receiver position. So I had them going with uh, Kair Elam, uh, corner out of Florida, and then Jermaine Johnson, edge rusher. Oh, you're chasing down them offenses. Yep. I like it. Uh, This might be my favorite sleeper pick of the draft. Just because I actually did some homework here, and he's already had a top 30 visit for the team. Pick 31, the Bengals. Perrion Winfrey, defensive tackle Oklahoma. We saw him in the pre-draft process. He was (laughs) phenomenal. Since he's really looking to bolster that interior defensive line, so I went that way. Gary, who you got? Um, I have them going Tyler Smith tackle out of Tulsa, but I think on his thing it said he could play guard. Um, Tyler Smith can play a lot of positions. So I had them going Tyler Smith kind of something that they needed in the Super Bowl was protect your quarterback. Obviously you saw it on the last play. Couldn't do it, so something they could use is some line help there. Maybe get it. Jason, before you choke and die, who do you I got? have him going uh, Tyler Lindenbaum, center out of Iowa, kind of just like what Gary said, protecting your Ferrari back there, protecting my Ferrari back there. Yeah, you and having Tyler, Tyler or Joe Burrow in your uh, – guys, I, when I made my uh, my little video for us, got the chills. I 1,000% forgot the last two years. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow wasn't able to be there because of COVID, and Tyler, Trevor Lawrence deferred going to the draft. So I'm sitting there going, who do I use as the number one overall pick of meeting? <laughs> like, like, what do yeah. I do here? Um, but no, I since he's going to have a fun way, I mean, it's not great for them drafting as far back because they're not as good as they were last year. Yeah, they're they're kind of like that New York Giants team that won Super Bowl a couple times where they went like 9-7 and seven, where yeah. they just got hot at the end of the year. Last pick of the round, uh, the Detroit Lions linebacker. This is where I went to Kobe Dean. I could see him fitting really well there. They need to bolster that linebacker core a little bit. I'll go Nicobe Dean. Nice. Who you guys got? I haven't taken an edge rusher as well, but I haven't taken, I'm in a butcher's name, Boye Mafi. Boye Mafi. Mafi. Love it. I finally have them going quarterback here at 32. I think it's a good, safe spot to take him. I had him going Sam Howell. Um, kind of have him learn behind uh, Jared Goff, and if he has to play, if Goff's not their guy, I think Howell's a good enough quarterback to maybe sneak in there. Um, let them run the ball a little bit, get the ball out to uh, their uh, young receivers there quickly. It's what he was good at, just getting the ball out. There we have it, guys. Thank you for listening again. And all of our hard work's just about paid off. If you haven't or if you aren't planning to, please check us out on YouTube at Tiki Tribe TV, on Twitch at, at Tiki Tribe TV, and on our Facebook at Fantasy Beasts FB Pod, Thursday, 7.30, and Friday, 6.45 p.m. is myself, Gary, Jason, and maybe whoever else jumps on the uh, the adventure, get to talk draft. This is just the beginning for us this week, guys. We really get to tune in and enjoy. Thank you for listening to our mock draft. Thank you for supporting us. Shout out to our sponsors. I'm going to add a new sponsor this week. Uh, shout out to her sponsors, Jeanette at the Therapy Sessions Buffalo. She's going to cut my hair soon. She finally answered my phone calls. <laughs> shout out to Damien at the Platterbox, 
up in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. If you want a phenomenal cheese and cracker charcuterie board, um, hit him up. He'll take care of you. Shout out to Charlie at Renegade Studios down in St. Pete, Florida. He makes us look great for the draft every year, and he'll make you look great too. Shout out to Herd Dat Designs. Uh, Jeanette's younger brother, Matt, got some pretty cool designs. He custom cuts and hand makes for you. Uh, I've got some on my living room table currently. Check him out. And shout out to our dude, Kyle, at Chicken Dipping, because nothing goes better with football like chicken wings. And nothing goes better with chicken wings than blue cheese. So check them out, hit them up, get some custom blue cheese cups for the draft. I mean, maybe not for the draft. They'd be pretty quick turnaround, but just do it, guys. Use code 716. Hit them up. Guys, anything else you want to say before we leave? No, I mean, awesome to finally see all of our stuff coming together here after working for months here. You're not kidding me. Just excited to for the draft. Um, excited to be here. Excited to talk about it. Excited that you guys listened, so thank you for that. And sorry that I dropped my phone and forgot my shorts don't have a pocket on the right side. And that he coughed 17 times. But guys, until next time, you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts. We'll show you exactly where to find them. Peace out, guys.